Hello, world. Welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast. We are coming to you live. We're not live. From Atlanta, Georgia. My name is Will Amato, and I made raspberry almond tea cakes this week after a particularly inspiring episode of The Great British Baking Show. <laughs> My name is Alex Parkinson, and I today discovered the joys of emulsification. <laughs> I'm TJ Jackson, and I'm still single. <laughs> I'm George, and I don't believe in the periodic table. Oh, I'm Lily, and I have read Herman Melville's Moby Dick all the way through. No way. Mm-hmm. Oh, school wow. assignment. But I still. read the Great Illustrated Classic version. Can we go back? About reading it. Can we go back to emulsification? Yeah. Can yeah. What you does that explain mean? More. Oh well, yes, please. <laughs> I made mayonnaise today. <gasps> And I've been making mayonnaise with a fork in the past, <laughs> and it turned out to be this oily mess. But today, I emulsified it, and the consistency was like a cloud. Oh my God. I will never buy mayonnaise again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is Alex Parkinson you're listening to, who is our first guest on the Funniest People I Know podcast. Yes. Welcome, Alex. Delighted to be here. Now, you may be asking yourself, where's Dewey? Well... Actually, it's kind of a funny story. Dewey is not able to join us this week because he was drafted by Atlanta's minor league baseball team, Good the Gwinnett Stripers. Wow. Stripers. Now, he's not going to be playing baseball. He'll be mm. prancing around the stadium in costume as Chopper, the team's mascot. Mm. They heard him on the show. They were so impressed, and they said, well, we need this guy. I'm, well, I'm good awesome. luck to Dewey. Yeah, we wish Dewey, Dewey much success as he brings equal parts joy and terror to middle-class children whose parents can no longer afford to attend a real Braves game due to corporate corruption surrounding the athletic industrial complex in America. So if you're at the Gwinnett <laughs> Braves Stadium, be sure if you see Striper... Please say, hey, Dewey, make sure to shout out because that's his job now. I will have to go visit him. Chopper in Australia is an ex-gang member who mm. was a convict for about two decades and then was released and started writing children's stories. Same, same thing. Same. Yeah, it's over there. Yeah. It's, it we, translates yeah, perfectly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, it does. It does. It does. It does. Yeah. Well, you should watch the movie Chopper. Well, you've got an Australian accent. Obviously, and I know that's where we sent all the criminals, right, that got kicked out of London. They all ended up going to Australia, and that's founded your home country. That's right, and I find that rather uh, peculiar why England would send the worst of their society to the greatest country on earth. Ah. <laughs> ah, good question. Fair question. Well, uh, if you have an answer to that question or anything else we've mentioned on the podcast, you can find us everywhere. George has done such a great job. We are all over the internet. George, how can they get in touch? You can reach us on Twitter at Funniest People I Know or follow us on Instagram. Again, Funniest People I Know. You can email us, Funniest People I Know at Gmail. And we are available everywhere that podcasts are available iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. And you can even find us on TuneIn. You just say, Hey, Alexa, play the Funniest People I Know. And you're not 
supposed to do that, right? Because now everybody's Alexa just started playing our podcast in their house. But I did that on purpose. <laughs> so you're welcome, yes. people who are listening to us twice in their house. Yeah. Smart man. We partner with the GARS radio station, the Georgia Radio Reading Service, and producer Jane helps us make this show. So we'd really appreciate it if you'd tell a friend about the show, if you'd go on iTunes, leave us five stars. If you're thinking less than that, just don't bother. <laughs> Feel free to lie. Fine. <laughs> and write something specific. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. We're also trying to get on the new and noteworthy list. So, But enough about that. I understand we have international listeners. Yeah, I found the fancy geography feature on our podcast, and I saw that we have listeners in Belarus. What? Yeah, no, we have listeners all the way in Belarus. I'm really okay. excited. So hello to our, I don't know, what are the Belarusian I have to ask, listeners? Where is Belarus? It's Europe, right? It's part of the former United Soviet Socialist Republic. Same thing, same thing, yeah. Europe. Same Eastern thing. Europe. <laughs> Eastern Europe, mm. Belarus. Alex is going to be our international correspondent. <laughs> wow, so hello cool. in Belarus. Yeah. I also noticed that we don't have listeners in Seattle where I have friends who have lied to me and said that they're listening. <gasps> so shame on them. Mm. Wow. Get on it, Seattle. Yeah. Especially because it's raining so much. Yeah. You should just be what listening to podcasts. What else is there to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's time for TJ's lists. Yes. I can't okay. wait. Okay, so I just came back from a music festival over the weekend, and it was pretty awesome, but I just took notes the whole time just from watching people and personal experiences, but mostly just watching people. And this is my list of things people should not do at a music festival. <laughs> they should not not shower. Uh, that's gross. Always clean yourself. Don't dehydrate. Drink plenty of water. People pass out sometimes. Don't blast your EDM music till 7 a.m. in the morning. That's really annoying, and people are trying to sleep, like me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't take too many drugs, kids. It's not good. Just too many. Don't Don't take too many. Too many. Okay. Yes. (laughs) There's an acceptable level. Don't take more. (laughs) Um, So be responsible with your recreational activity pills. I don't know. Don't harass a security guard. Uh, It's not a good idea. That's always a good suggestion. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, don't mess with the police. Security. Yeah. Don't harass yeah. security guards. Should right. always be on your list. Yeah. Don't sleep in your tent because it will be a sauna in the morning. Oh, and I've experienced that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you've been to a music yeah. festival? Oh, many, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Don't assume any porta potty will be a good experience. <laughs> <laughs> they, I don't know anyone would assume They that. would all be terrible. Don't get too close to any unnatural body of water. Like, if they're trying to be a cool music festival with a pool, it's most likely has a lot of germs so i question the filter system in those pools (laughs) yeah so don't uh, purchase overpriced food if you can bring your own do it this comes from buying a 15 dollar yogurt bowl over the weekend 15 dollars yeah i know it wasn't a lot (laughs) a small amount of high price yeah it was overpriced i recommend (laughs) making your own mayonnaise to take as well i love that i know Definitely doing that next time. Uh, Don't bring anything you don't want stolen. Uh, Don't poop your pants. And don't take drugs from strangers. Right. Yeah. Don't take drugs was a good... Yeah. Where were you 15 years ago, Foreman TJ? I know. (laughs) Exactly. Man. The the things I would tell my future self, you know. Or your children. Yes. No, my former self. Would it be the things I'd tell my... Former self. Yeah, you former can tell your future per- self anything. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you I would probably ask questions <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. All right. That's good. Good PSA. Thank yeah, you, TJ. Of course. That was a good list. I want kids to be safe. And Take fewer <laughs> drugs. <laughs> and don't pee your pants. Yeah, that's important. Mm-hmm. It's, important. it's uncomfy. 
We just want to take a couple of minutes now to get to know our special guest, Alex Parkinson. We've prepared some completely ridiculous rapid-fire questions that we're going to throw your way. So, Alex, try not to think too hard. Just answer whatever comes to your head. So, Alex, if you were orphaned as a child and mm. had to be raised by a wild animal, mm. what type of animal would you want to be raised by? Monkey. Why? I love bananas. Oh. Uh. That makes Alex, sense. <laughs> if a witch was going to turn you into one of your former Halloween costumes for the rest of your life, what would you want to be? Punk rocker. God has decided that Earth doesn't have room for both England and Australia. It's up to you. Which one do you eliminate? <laughs> That's a ridiculous question. You know the answer to that. You eliminate England every time you eliminate England. <laughs> there go our British listeners. If you could choose between a Russian and a Nigerian accent, which one would you have? Russian, for sure. Okay. It's, yeah, it's, it's scary. Mm. Are oh. capri pants acceptable for men in America? They were in the year 2000. They were never acceptable. <laughs> mm. Now they're not. <laughs> if you could date any of the Muppets, which one would you date? I would date Ralph because my nickname as a child was Ralph because I used to play the piano like him and I would like to date myself. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, great. Now everybody knows Al. Anybody else have any more questions? I have like a more personal question. Oh, here we go. Uh -oh. Yeah. So when you meet people, do they mimic your accent like right back to you? Uh, they have never mimicked it. No, oh. they always comment on it, yeah. and question it, <laughs> and generally 95% of the time get it wrong, but they never mimic it. What do they think it is? They generally default to British. Mm -hmm. They often think it's South African, which mm. I think is ridiculous. And then sometimes they think it's New Zealand. But I think most of the time they just say New Zealand because they're worried about offending me if I actually am New Zealand. It's like mm. saying to a Canadian, are you American? <laughs> so yeah. A Canadian would be offended by that? I, I, I don't know. Right now they? they would be. Yeah, yeah probably. Yes. <laughs> yeah, good point. So I've just lost your Canadian listeners too. <laughs> Great. There goes most of the English-speaking world. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we've got a new segment on the show that George and TJ are going to take off on called Hot Topics. This is something that we've read about and we're going to kind of just explore. So what's going on, George? What's in the news? Well, I noticed recently in the news that it's not been good news for Helen Keller. I saw recently that um, headlines were... Hillary Clinton and Helen Keller removed from school books. And mm. so I, oh. I dug into this a little bit, and apparently there's a panel in Texas that voted, and among a number of historical figures, Hillary Clinton, I guess some people don't like her, so fine, and Helen Keller got voted out of the school books. And my question was, what did Helen Keller do to the people of Texas? <laughs> yeah, how do you say, like, oh, we don't, we don't like this very historical underrepresented person let's just kind of kick that out they just decided they no longer wanted third graders to learn about helen keller and apparently it's to save time apparently they will save 45 minutes by not teaching helen keller 45 minutes in a year or yeah, in, per in, day? in a school year in a school year why are they? I, 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 why are they saving 45 minutes why aren't they just replacing it with something equally as educational they are. They're not teaching Helen Keller so they can teach, I don't know, like World War II or something. <laughs> teaching Helen Keller takes 45 minutes, and so they are not going to require you teach Helen Keller, and they're going to save that 45 minutes. She's on the Alabama state quarter, right? This is like an important person in our She did a world. lot. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Overcame a lot, for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. What public American figure makes you appreciate just being alive? 
the way that we are. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she overcame such adversity. I remember as a kid learning about Helen Keller, and I go, oh, gosh, I can see. I, can. I mean, that's amazing, you know? Helen and Hillary, though, to me, are on completely different scales, right? Yeah, yeah they're so yeah. different. I would have never put them in the same category. No, I wonder if they were just like, you know what? There's only two names under H. Let's just yeah. get rid of both <laughs> think, of those. I think they were the most famous and like... <gasps> Shocking that they got cut. Other people that were cut, I have here Francis Scott Key, who wrote A Star Spangled Banner. Uh-huh. Uh, Amelia Earhart, because uh-huh. apparently she didn't make it. Oh, was no. what the- oh <laughs> that's I, a very I, Trumpian excuse. Not me, not me. I didn't say that. She got um, lost in history. John Hancock, and one source said Christopher Columbus, but I only saw that on one source, and I can't believe that. You're not allowed to teach kids in Texas signatures anymore? It, it's not <laughs> not allowed. It's just not required. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah they're not required okay. in the curriculum. So kids will not be signing. Yeah. No, they just put their mark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. What an interesting... I don't know what they're doing. Get it together, Texas. Yeah. That's what I... The funniest people I know would want you to get it together. Yeah, that's all we're saying. Well, I'm going to do another podcast, and it's going to be all about Helen Keller, mm. Hillary Clinton, John Hancock, and anyone else on that list yeah. that's getting forgotten by history. Mm. Never forgotten forget, figures. folks. Never forget yeah. Helen Keller. Good for you. <laughs> all right. We're going to move on now to a segment called... The Writer's Graveyard. Alex Parkinson is a sketch writer. Alex, what else do you do? Plug yourself for a minute. No, that's it. A sketch writer, a performer. I like performing. Yeah, you just wrote uh, and are starring in your own web series. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, I just, I I like, I like writing and I like performing. Let's Um, give a shout out to the web series. What's it called? It's called Julian Assange's Embassy Suite. Okay, nice. Where can they catch it? Uh, you can't yet, <laughs> but you progress. you will be able to soon. I hope. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, you can go to at Assange Embassy Suite. But you can't follow us on Facebook because Facebook took our page down. Oh, why? Oh. What's the reason? No reason given. Bullying, harassment. Oh. That's so exciting. So you I know, wrote that this. That sounds like a conspiracy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Without getting too into this, you wrote this parody series. Uh, you and actually myself and yeah. George contributed sketches to this, all about Julian Assange, who is trapped. He lives there 24 hours a day in the embassy, in the Ecuadorian embassy in London. Right. That's right. That's and, right. Yeah, and you kind of mock this whole idea, but wow, they took down your page. Yeah. Well, he's the founder of WikiLeaks as well. He, you know, he's a controversial figure. And I think Facebook were probably just a little bit afraid of getting sued. I also think the verdict's still out on whether or not Julian is a good guy or a bad guy. Definitely. Right? Uh, mm-hmm. So history will tell if he's not removed from the curriculum of Texas. <laughs> do they teach WikiLeaks in Texas? We got to find out. All right. So what do you got for us? Today? Okay. I dug deep into the vault, found some stuff, and then decided it was way too personal to share with you and other people on the radio. <laughs> so I've only gone back a year here, and this is a packet that I developed for an NBC late night comedy writers workshop. Great. Which I obviously did not get selected for. <laughs> so okay, great. A lot of these are, are very news oriented. You can probably tell if you look back in the news when I was writing these. The headline is followed by the late night host who it would be written for. And you can probably just go around and read each one or one per person. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, why don't we start with Lily over there? I feel very vulnerable at the moment. I just want you to know that. Should we read the headline with who it's written for? Yeah, read the headline and who it's written for. All All right. right. Schumer and Pelosi ditch Trump meeting, written for Stephen Colbert. Earlier this week, President Donald Trump held a meeting with two empty chairs where Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi should have been sitting. (laughs) 
Trump spent his life keeping his invisible friends close, so now he's keeping his invisible enemies closer. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Good desk joke. Come on, George. Government shutdown, Bill Maher. Congress narrowly avoided a government shutdown this week, but Republicans and Democrats in the House will have to work closely to find long-term funding solution. That's a tall order for a sharply divided House, but House Speaker Paul Ryan says there are plenty of examples of member reaching across the aisle. He said Trent Franks just reached across the aisle to grab Nancy Pelosi's ass. <laughs> <laughs> IOC bans Russia from 2018 Winter Olympics, written for Seth Meyers. I can't do a Seth Meyers impression. Do my best. <laughs> <laughs> The International Olympic Committee has banned Russia. It's not good. I'm just going to drop it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, I tried. I gave it honest effort. Okay. Let's do it again normally. Right. The International Olympic Committee has banned Russia from participating in the 2018 Winter Olympics in South Korea. Individual athletes can still compete wearing a neutral uniform. That's tough. Have you ever tried playing sports in khakis in a Navy blazer? It's terrible. Soon after the decision, Russia announced all referees for the 2018 World Cup will be Kremlin officials. Putin's looking at the world like, you really think you can beat me at this? <laughs> Chris Christie it. seeks to legalize sports betting. Jimmy Fallon. New Jersey Governor Chris Christie is working to legalize sports betting in New Jersey. Should the law go into effect, it would bring a much-needed win to an otherwise heavily tarnished second term for Christie. Quick note for my bookie conspiratorially to camera. I'll have $100 on Christie to win in July. Hot dog eating contest of the year. Uh, Montreal police pants protest. Once again for <laughs> Fallon. Montreal police this week donned colorful cargo pants, checkered clown trousers, and animal print leggings to protest their pensions. They did it because they're not allowed to strike there. Someone call the fashion police. Seriously, though. No striking in bad pants? These Montreal folks aren't doing a great job of being French. <laughs> <laughs> Australia passes gay marriage, Jim Jeffries. Australian lawmakers passed a law allowing same-sex marriage in the country. This is great for Australians because they love shortening things, don't they? Like, for breakfast, they say brekkie, and for chocolate, they say chucky. They've even shortened good day to good day, and now they can shorten it even more to just gay. <laughs> <laughs> Video shows em 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 emaciated. Sorry. Emaciated. <laughs> Emaciated. God, I need to read more. Emaciated <laughs> polar bear seeking food uh, for Bill Why don't Ma you start over, TJ? Yeah, okay. Here we go. Video shows emaciated polar bear seeking food. Did I say it wrong again? Yes. I'll, read, I'll read this one. Yeah, thank you. A heartbreaking video of an emaciated polar bear searching for food has pushed researchers to tears and raised concern about the pace of climate change. Coca-Cola said it was embarrassed its new Super Bowl commercial was leaked early. <laughs> <laughs> Roy Moore loses Alabama Senate seat. Democrat Doug Jones has beaten Republican Roy Moore in the race for the Alabama Senate seat vacated by Attorney General Jeff Sessions. The loss frees up Moore to run for student body president. <laughs> nice. Well, I don't know. I thought they were kind of good. Yeah, they were good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was painful for me to listen to. <laughs> TJ? It's a very yeah. vulnerable experience sharing <laughs> these things. It's hard hearing it, right? Yeah. 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 It is. We, we dig them up. Well, those will go back into the graveyard, I imagine, since they're no longer topical. But uh, keep mm. writing the topical stuff, man. Yeah. All right. Thanks. I'll try. <laughs> you got to watch a lot of news for it, but uh, I appreciate it. Well, thank you, Alex, for sharing that. Yoga Lady is back, ladies and gentlemen, to help us relax into another tough week. Love her. Namaste, and welcome to Morning Meditation where we can take a moment out of our busy lives for ourselves to find comfort and peace. 
As the seasons start to change, we feel the change within our bodies, and it might leave us excited, anticipating the cooler weather, or maybe a bit out of sorts as we adjust. It's best to acknowledge these feelings and not dwell on them. Take stock of where you are today, pushing from your mind the thoughts of the future discomfort when freezing weather and aching body parts and hacking calves rule our everyday existence <laughs> as the meager shreds of sunlight get squeezed into ever-shortening days and vitamin D-deprived maniacs drive wildly on increasingly icy roads. <laughs> Yes, it's best not to think of that, right? Our brains get ahead of themselves sometimes, filled with preemptive worry about events too far in the future. At times like this, it's best to go back to the basics with some deep, focused breathing. So let's take a deep breath in and let it go. And again, breathe in and release it. Feels good to let go of the breath, right? And we have to learn to let go in life, not to hold on to anxiety or fears. Learn to let go of the belief that we can be perfect. Let go of silly childhood dreams that if I work hard enough, I'll get a good job and be able to support a family. Let go of the optimistic fallacy that I'll have close friends beside me on my deathbed. <laughs> Instead of sterile machines hooked into my flesh, artificially inducing bodily functions to keep the mercy of death at bay. <laughs> Which reminds me of a seemingly mundane but important tool for any meditation practice. Exercise. Using your body and getting the blood flowing has all sorts of positive lasting effects on the mind-body connection. It's a simple way to see how all of our actions can affect our meditation goals. When you take time to exercise each day, you'll see decreased feelings of depression, increased energy levels, greater relaxation, and a reduction in sleepless nights spent pondering the likelihood that a poisonous albino water snake has slithered upstream through the sewer system and into the pipes of my house to find itself trapped in a toilet bowl where it's seething with reptilian rage and lying in wait for any poor soul who drank too much water before bed. Oh, and it looks like that's all the time we have for today. Thank you, my lovely listeners. The soul in me recognizes the soul in you. Keep up with your practice, stay hydrated, and join me next week for morning meditation. Believe it or not, guys, the phone is lighting up. Again? Oh, wow. One more caller? Yes. So we've got another call here at The Funniest People I Know. Hello, you're on The Funniest People I Know radio show. Oh, I made it on? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you're here. You made it. Oh, perfect. Oh, I, I'm so excited. My name is Harwood Ames, and I represent the uh, Funniest People I Know fan club in Elko, Nevada. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, uh, that's amazing. We've not been the kindest on this show to Elko, Nevada. I'm amazed to hear there's a fan club there. Some of us have been kind oh, of Oh, offensive. no, y'all have been wonderful. We've seen our tourism rise by five whole people. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, what's going on in Elko? What do you like about the show? Oh, well, we are especially appreciative of that time that Lily came and gave us money for speeding. Because that money that she put in for that ticket has kept the lights on in City Hall for Aww. the last five years. I'm so How glad. fast was she going? Wow, wow. So believe it or not, speeding money in small places actually does some good. How fast was oh, Lily yeah. going? Oh, yeah. Oh, she was going like four miles over. 
<laughs> yes, on record now. That's great. <laughs> wow. Well, what else is going on in Elko? Tell us, uh, what, what are you doing right now? Oh, well, it's, as a matter of fact, it is a thriving metropolis of 200 people. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We think of it as the prettiest little city on the ocean because none of us have ever seen the ocean we're <laughs> in Nevada. So we all just assume right now uh-huh. we are waiting to light up our botanical garden, which consists of a tree. <laughs> a very nice okay, tree, you, I'm you, sure. You've, uh, you've stuck some lights on there, I guess. Oh, yeah. And there's oh, going to yeah. be a ceremony? We wrap that puppy up and the whole town's going to come together except for Gertie Lou. She's kind of mean. So she tends to stay on her property and yell at everyone. But other than that, the whole town, 199 people of us. Aww. Wow. Well, I'm so glad you called in. Listen, I want to talk to you again. Panel, do you have any questions for Elko? I'm just so glad that he called everybody as represented by a caller. For me? Elko is such a like warm place. I feel like I've maligned yeah. it. We're just delighted to know that Elko is so warm and that oh, we've absolutely. got such a fan base, especially after we disparaged it so hard. So we rescind any negativity we've sent towards Elko, and we're so happy you guys are fans of the show. Absolutely. We just love y'all. All right, any last words? Oh, yes. I was curious if George would talk a bit more about that or Whitney Houston conspiracy. See, I really think the secret of that is in the cupcakes and whether or not they're iced, because God knows, if the cupcakes were not iced, no human being would do that. I'm thinking alien. Oh, you suspect supernatural. All right, well, we're going to have to maybe do a follow-up segment to that. Yeah, we're definitely, I haven't even considered aliens might be involved. That is another dimension to the conspiracy. But I'm sure there was icing on the cupcakes. (laughs) Otherwise, they'd be muffins. That's a good point. That's mm-hmm. a good point, George. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, Harwood, thanks for calling in, and uh, you check back in with us another time, all right? And love to everybody all at right. Elko, and good luck with your tree lighting. Happy to. Will do. I'll let everybody know you said hi. All right. Bye-bye, Harwood. Bye. Wow, so what do you guys think? We have a fan. That's oh. awesome. And a fan club, no less. How many people did he say they had? 200 in 200. the town. I don't well, think the whole town is in the fan well, club. Well, that one, that, that one, one woman, yeah, she oh, seems yeah. a little a bit, little private. She's probably in the. In I the bet casino. she's awesome. I'm gonna make her my friend. <laughs> Lou, crazy friend. Lou. Yeah, crazy Lou. <laughs> Gertie Lou. Gertie, do you think maybe he could get Lou on the line sometime <gasps> for us? I would love to talk to her. That would be a massive coup. I also maybe would like to ask him to find out about that tree lighting ceremony, and I don't know, do some interviews, or just I want to hear more about that. If Lily don't run over the tree. Uh, <laughs> right. Low blow. I, I, low blow. I'm starting to feel like we might have to go visit Elko, Nevada now, I, Lily. It sounds really nice. Lily can't now drive. That I've met Lily somebody other did. than the sheriff. Well, so the show is so incredibly successful that it's a good time to start thinking about going on the road. So Elko, since we have such a huge fan base, might be our first stop. Yes, we gotta yeah. go. And there. Belarus. So and Belarus international tour. Yeah. You know, Belarus is where they do all the fake news. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So you think they're fake listeners? Yeah, Ooh. maybe. That's I. I don't know. Oh. I'm just. That's I'm just fascinating. I'm just putting facts out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just interpreting that. <laughs> I'm just absorbing and reacting. <laughs> well, Alex, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank uh, you for you having want, me. Did you want to plug anything before you get out of here? Well, I plugged my. Uh, I plugged my web series, but I guess in the meantime, until the web series comes out, you can check out my my sketch comedy at funnyordie.com/slash Alex. Parkinson. There is an R in that. Let me say it American. <laughs> Funnierdie.com slash Alex Parkinson. That was pretty good. Yeah. 
That wasn't bad. I mean, no, in Elko, they won't be able to tell. <laughs> I love it when people do American accents. That's so funny. I'll I love Americans. Yeah. Alex, will you do me a favor and in your American accent, read that right there? All right, here we go. <clears throat> Please comment, rate us five stars, and share this with your friends. Podcast is available everywhere. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn. Hey, Alexa, play the funniest. Twitter and Instagram at funniest people I know or funniest people I know at gmail.com. That was beautiful. Who's that based on? <laughs> Wait, where, where's that come from? Uh, what, my American yeah. accent? All of it, you? It sounds like a suburban <laughs> dad. Like a, <laughs> it's like some cheesy suburban dad. Yeah, it's like an right. amalgam of the four of you I've just been listening to. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That does it for us, folks. This has been episode six of The Funniest People I Know. Have yourself a hilarious week. Bye-bye, everybody.